Hey everybody, hey everybody, welcome back to the Report Season 8. It's the change of WordPress, the change of the economy, the change of business, the change of everything. Community, uh, people, everything. It's changing around WordPress and we're here to explore that on Season 8. That's what we've been doing. Hope you enjoyed everything you've been listening to. Don't forget to give us a 5-star review in iTunes. Share it with your friends and family. It's MattReport.com. MattReport.com slash subscribe to join that mailing list. Today's special guest is Michael Makajenko, CEO of the WP Bakery Page Builder plugin, uh, formerly known as the Visual Composer plugin, and I think a lot of us haven't really ever had a chance to put the face uh, to the name or to the company, and I certainly haven't been in WordPress for so long. Um, many of us have a bad taste in our mouths from Visual Composer early days, uh, and Michael's really looking to steer the ship in a different direction, launch something new, something with a brand new foundation, and by the way, it's still the most widely used page builder plugin on the market. So you have to give the man credit where credit is due. And he just fell into this sort of what we'll say as success. Um, but first, who is Michael and what does he do? This is, uh, this might be one of the toughest questions uh, to answer every time. Like, uh, I consider myself being the most shy uh, person in the world. So I'm just Michael. Uh, I'm CEO of uh, Visual Compiler. Uh, I started this company like uh, out of the uh, out of the good luck, like thanks to Lemon Brothers actually. So back then, in, uh, when the global financial crisis hit the globe and all the shitstorms started uh, coming from the uh, from the US uh, to the rest of the world, uh, I was actually laid off from my uh, work uh, at the local design uh, agency. We're, uh, we're still good friends, like amazing people, it's Skada. Uh, but yeah, I, I was laid off during the, some financial problems uh, in that design firm. And uh, I started to look uh, for a like, new gig, what to do, where to put all my courses. I discovered this uh, online marketplace that, uh, and it, was, uh, it looked like really compelling. Like you do, you, you do what you want, so no one says what to do to you. And then you just upload to the your your creation to the marketplace, and then and then just uh, some magic happens, and you start getting uh, paychecks every month. Uh, so I started do do the, 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 that gigs, and and then this idea with the page builder came to my mind. This is the thing about entrepreneurship and celebrity stardom. Sometimes we just happen upon growing really fast, scaling a business super fast, the product takes off, it gets super popular and people start buying it and using it. And all of a sudden we're, we're found with this new business and we just, we're not sure how we're gonna deal with it. We're not sure how we're gonna grow the product and talk to people, but here's what Michael does to get through. Honestly, uh, not much has changed. Like uh, I'm still doing, uh, like I, I'm still spending like uh, the full day of my working life, uh, uh, every day, like every day to day um, business activities here at work, I'm still focused on the, just on one product. It's uh, just the, the number behind it that we're powering 1% of the whole internet, 4% of the whole internet, or there, there is just one uh, single user. It doesn't make any, uh, any, any difference to me. I'm still trying to do the best product. I'm still trying to come up with best UX uh, with my team. I'm still trying to push our development team to come up with the cleanest, uh, best code ever and so on and so forth. So uh, the, uh, 
I mean, like, of course, I'm uh, a bit proud that uh, we are powering like four percent of the whole internet, but this is not the main point of doing the entrepreneurship. So I'm just enjoying the the whole journey, uh, all the obstacles that we are having, and it it it, it is just fun. So and the this uh, number is just shows that we're doing something right. And uh, of course, of course, uh, I know all the challenges and uh, a lot of users are saying that, oh, WP Baker is uh, the worst product ever. But I mean, like, uh, there's always something that you are not 100% uh, fully satisfied. And like, I'm using, I'm using, using Mac, I'm using iPhones, I'm using, I have a car and like, it, uh, it just pissed me off sometimes, like, uh, but I'm still continue to be a Mac user. I'm, I'm still a big fan of BMWs and, and so on and so forth. It, ju it, it just, uh, it, it is natural to, uh, to human being to express himself uh, and uh, uh, shout out uh, on Reddit or on other uh, social medias about how, how bad is that product I'm using. And this is where I found Michael, actually. I saw him do an AMA on Reddit, and I saw how well he fielded the questions. And there was just a lot of outlandish, you know, comments and just, you know, really insulting the product. And I can understand where people get frustrated, but it's the crazy internet sometimes, and he handled it really well. But how is he really going to reinvest all of that feedback, all of that critical feedback into making the product better? Yeah, the thing is that, of course, we're trying to satisfy all, all the use cases and uh, all the users. But the, tr the, the truth is that, as you said, it is impossible. Uh, today, uh, I like the Visual Composer more than WP Baker Page Builder. Uh, and uh, tomorrow, my habits might change. Uh, I, I might get a different kind of project where the other tool is actually better, better fit uh, for the project. And it all... Uh, to, uh, it, it, Honestly, um, it always surprised to me when a uh, single person is making a statement like this tool is the best. I spent like 20 minutes and I know <laughs> I made my final decision. I will stick with this tool for the rest of my life. Sorry, I will dump my wife, but I, I will continue using the same tool for every uh, every type of the project I'm, I will have in the future. So it, it doesn't matter. This tool it is the one. I will be using it all the time. It, 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 it isn't working that way. So uh, we are adapting. Uh, there is new technology coming up. Uh, this is one of the main reasons why we started building new project, Visual Composer Website Builder, React-based, as you mentioned. Uh, and one of the things, uh, like bad things about uh, WP Baker page build, it is short code based. Yeah, like nowadays everyone knows that short codes are, uh, it is awful, it is bad. But the truth is that uh, when we developed uh, uh, WP Baker page builder, this was like the only way how to store data in WordPress. This was like, uh, this, this was the way how to store data in WordPress if you want to uh, if you want to be, if your if your product should be like based on according to the WordPress codex standards and so on and so on. Of course, yeah. Nowadays we uh, we, uh, we are all smart. We know there is a JSON, there is a React, there is a template engines and blah blah and so on and so on, right? So, but back then we we did we simply didn't have the, all the tools 
that are available to, to us now. So, and if uh, I invite everyone who is saying that WP Bakery is the worst, switch to Visual Composer. You will not regret. So. so I don't know about you, if you've ever been in a situation where somebody has really criticized the product, it can often feel defeating. And as you can hear from Michael, he hears it, he recognizes it, and he is pivoting with a new product for a new experience. So how is he taking all of that feedback and now investing it into the new idea. Oh yeah, so a uh, few things that we learned with, uh, with the WP Baker page builder is that uh, user, users uh, actually don't like bloated plugins, bloated themes. So uh, uh, if we'll compare WP Baker page builder and Visual Composer, Visual Composer is like tiny. Uh, the whole plugin is just, I think, two, three megabytes uh, in size. So and then you can uh, open hub and download uh, additional elements templates, uh, blocks, or even uh, add-ons for, 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 for the Visual Composer from the hub. Only those that you need. Another thing we learned that people just hate updating the plugin. So what we've done, uh, we actually, uh, of course, uh, from, time to, uh, from time to time, we release updates to the core files of the plugin because we, at the moment, we are doing like a, a lot of development. But we have an ability to push update uh, to the cloud for a, just for a tiny element. For example, you download download custom heating element from uh, our hub, then you use use it uh, across all of uh, across the whole website, and then we push an update for for the custom heating element. Uh, let's say it, uh, we added a new new option to fill this custom heating with the gradient type gradient type of effect and you don't need to update the whole plugin it's uh, the plugin itself so, so just a tiny part like incremental incremental update will be pushed to you from the hub uh, so this is second thing and of course uh, the, uh, the third and uh, actually the most important is the, is, is performance react are is you, awesome Sorry? are you a developer by trade or designer by trade or are you more like I used, no, I used to I used to do uh, a lot of uh, flash design Adobe flash back then when was uh, when that was a thing so uh, then I moved to JavaScript and WordPress and now uh, obviously I do uh, more and more of uh, administrative work are you writing lines of code today uh, actually uh, just yesterday I pushed uh, some custom markup for our new template uh, email templates so yeah from time to time, occasionally, just for fun. Yeah, it, so, it drives yeah. me crazy. <laughs> I'm assuming it's like the rest of the team doesn't want you to touch anything. They're just like, nah, you just stay away. Yeah. You built it, you got us here, but please stay away from. from I mean, like they can they can judge for uh, they can judge me. Yeah, uh, they all know how bad was the uh, first version of uh, WP Baker page builder. I mean, like the first version that I released on Cold Canyon, uh, I developed it like in two weeks. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, but the code was really bad. I mean, this is the, I think my, uh, this might be the, the main reason why we uh, why I rewrote uh, the first version of uh, Page Builder like in, just in a I don't know in in a month. So it was released completely new version. But well, it's not well, not compatible. The the argument that I would say is like let's say you're doing this today and Page Builders didn't exist, right? Let's just imagine a world where Page Builders didn't exist and you said, "Hey, Matt, it's 2019, I get this great idea for this thing called a page builder. And 
you were looking to get to market, I would argue that code does not matter right now. Let's get this thing out there. Let's get to see if people adopt it and like it and then build from there. I mean, it's effectively what you did and you were and you and you did an amazing job at it. I mean, the best job at it so far because you have the largest market share out of everyone. So how how does one that that doesn't touch code, once you get to this level, are you like coming up with new features, new new ventures for the business? Is is that your your key focus today? Like you have a great idea for the product, you bring it to the team and the team says, yes, we can build that. No, we can't. Or here's the timeline it's going to take. Is is that where you find yourself these days? Yeah, most likely. So yeah, we have a pretty awesome team here. Uh, uh, like our CTO is respons- responsible for development. Our project manager, uh, product owner is responsible for the uh, feature prioritization. Uh, I'm t- Actually, I'm forcing myself and trying to stay a bit away from this because uh, I don't want to do a lot of micromanaging because they are my team. I trust them fully percent, uh, 100%. Uh, but of course, uh, from time to time, we come up with uh, some strategic uh, decisions or like our, our new ideas for the future vision or something, no, something along these lines. So, yeah, mostly administrative work. And, and uh, actually, actually, I'm not... I'm not doing a lot of uh, product-related work on the like on the base layer, and I'm trying to do more and more like, mentoring and uh, actually re- uh, uh, grow our uh, all, all our uh, employees. I don't like this word, but uh, our team players, our colleagues, and uh, and uh, grow them, uh, push them to the next level. All right. Well, we can't get through this conversation without, of course, talking about Gutenberg and the competition that Michael faces. Well, not just from WordPress core itself and the new features and the experience coming through with WordPress, but from his competitors with the large field of page builders that are out there, we're seemingly rapidly growing. So let's just talk about the face of competition in a Gutenberg and page builder heavy world. We talked with Matt a couple of times. We had a couple of uh, hangout calls, like uh, discussing where should the WordPress, wor- uh, wor- WordPress world go, and so on and so on. But uh, uh, I mean, like, I'm afraid of competition. Like, why? Because competition can take uh, part of my sh- uh, our market share. Yeah, this is the bad thing. We'll lose money. We'll lose users. Blah 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 blah. But this is uh, this comes from from the fear. Uh, what my head says, like competition is always good. This keeps us in a, in a shape, in good shape. This actually uh, provide us uh, with a better tools. Like uh, as of now, uh, React is uh, not a wild animal uh, for for the WordPress world because of Gutenberg. So thank you Gutenberg for that. When we started to do Visual Composer website builder, uh, React was uh, kind of a new fancy kid in town and now because of the competition because uh, we decided to use uh, uh, react before the gutenberg then gutenberg decided to to use it uh, for the gutenberg project so now when we say that we're using react for our new project wordpress community already knows that react is good because wordpress uh, automatic team did a great job educating uh, all the users about the React. So 
competition is always good. I mean, like at the end, user will always win. And we, uh, for us, uh, it just uh, there is a, one of the one of the inputs, one of the factors that will keep us in good shape. That will I don't have like at all. Uh, I don't like fat, and uh, right. we, we try to cut it uh, always. Our t team is tiny. Like a, a lot of uh, a lot of users are uh, actually surprised how small our team is. So we're doing the whole project. We're supporting two uh, two products by a team of 17 people at the moment and this covers a lot everything support development uh, marketing everything well that was actually going to be one of my next questions leading up here is are you fully bootstrapped uh, or do you have outside investment into the company none yeah it's fully bootstrapped it's it's all uh, organically uh, grown uh, from my bedroom so uh, back then I didn't have a garage yet, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I heard I, I, I heard that, that this is a thing in Silicon yeah. Valley. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you went from a bedroom to a closet to a garage, and hey, maybe now you have a house. <laughs> um, one of the things I think a lot of people see, or maybe feel, or just you know think is always the next step when a plugin gets to a certain point that they either well they either need to get acquired by a bigger company to keep the ball rolling. Um, and to, to, to just get bigger market share, or that's just generally the next step, or to try their hand at like a SaaS-based business, right? Where it's no longer a plug-in, it's a SaaS-based business. I mean, there are countless examples of this. One notably is Syed Balki with Optin Monster. It used to be a plug-in, turned into a SaaS business. Um, my general feeling is that there will be, and this is my conspiracy theory hat on, that there there will be so much competition from Gutenberg, Jetpack, Automatic in how self-hosted WordPress sites are built that page builders have to go in a direction of building their own experience around WordPress. And I don't know another way to do that other than having a SaaS-based experience. It might not be a SaaS-based page builder, but there has to be something, I think, to control the experience um that you otherwise wouldn't be able to do on a self-hosted account is that in the cards is is that crazy talk like have you ever looked at doing SaaS based with this product competing against the wixes squarespaces and hell even wordpress let's just say that uh, uh i agree with everything you just said you're good at this you're good michael at this. <laughs> you're good at you're this good. don't let anybody <laughs> fool you <laughs> um be you know because look i mean i look at I look at other page builders out there and I see, I, I, and this is an argument across all products. This isn't just page builders, but the prices are too low. The prices are too low because you eventually need to hire more people. I mean, you do a fantastic job to be able to do what you do with 17 people. That's, that's pretty darn good. And as long as you're satisfying customers, you're doing a hell of a job. Uh, but I've seen other businesses where it's like they start to sell and then they just start hiring like crazy. Right. And then it, it just becomes like, I need support people. Very good. I need developers. Very good. I need marketers. And they just start growing this and profits become razor thin. And with WordPress, we do not control this. Like we don't control this. This is not our sandbox. This is Matt's sandbox, right? This is the WordPress community at large's sandbox to a degree. Um, I think it's it's good that uh, that we can all start here. 
and then maybe move on to something else. Not really a question in there, but just more of a thought of like, we don't control this experience and we need to be thinking, uh, we need to diversify, uh, in other words. Gutenberg, Jetpack, Automatic. What are your thoughts on how it hasn't been the most transparent of rides, right? It hasn't been like, hey, we're, you know, we're building this, we're building this thing that people can buy products through. It's called Jetpack. Uh, but, you know, we're going to, we're not going to really say that out loud until like five years later. Here we are in 2019. And now it's just like the biggest Trojan horse of all. Have you, <laughs> you don't have to use my words, but I mean, what are your thoughts on, on the competition that, that automatic brings into the space? Is it good? Is it bad? Uh, it, it is definitely interesting. Um, uh, to me, it's obvious that at some point uh, they also underst understood that uh, their margins are I, I don't know. I don't have any data. This is all my guesses. So, uh, there none margins, of us do. Uh, it's, it's, pretty it's pretty funny that none funny of us have data, data in this data open source, source world. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. So, it might be that their margins are going down or uh, now becomes razor thin. And, and they, of course, they are looking for new ways to, to, to get the money from the end, their end users, their clients. And, they want to be compatible with Wix or Squarespace platforms. And I think that one, one of the key reasons why Gutenberg project was uh, uh, pushed to the market, let's say, in a rush, it, it, is, it, it might be that the fear of the, the Squarespace and Wix are actually uh, onboarding a lot of more entry-level users because they're doing hell of a job with marketing. They're doing, it is impressive. Uh, they have recurring payments, they have their own infrastructure, they have uh, their own version of uh, Builder, website Builder. Uh, we're, not talking, uh, we're not talking about how, how good it is or how bad it is. They can catch a user on internet, on YouTube videos with all the fancy stars uh, and sponsoring uh, Nick's games uh, and this is this is actually this is actually the point where WordPress is starting to lose uh, new users, like in a, in a battle for the for new users they are losing I think, like all the old users uh, or uh, how to say it. Uh, they're developers. developers. They're not they're human not. beings. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it might be the the best words. Yeah. So. Uh, like developers are continuing to to use WordPress, uh, and they uh, install this uh, for their clients, and uh, they're educating. Like this is uh, one persona. But if you, as a new user, newcomer to the web, uh, decided to have a website, when you first thing you'll the first thing you'll do, you'll type something in in in, in Google, right? And I highly doubt that you'll end up uh, using WordPress. So. Maybe because of that, they pushed uh, the Gutenberg so fast to the market in such an aggressive uh, manner. So all of these features are nice, and they're a great way to look at how Visual Composer is different. But how does Michael see his unique customer profile? How does he position himself with his marketing and his messaging? And what are the tactics he's using and the strategies to execute on that? I, I was like uh, waiting for when you ask 
where, where and how we differ from the Gutenberg or WordPress. Gutenberg is part of the WordPress. So you install the WordPress or buy WordPress account at wordpress.com. You start uh, tinkering with WordPress and you learn how to install plugins, how to install themes, how to switch between bad themes and how to install uh, all the plugins from the WordPress repository because they are free. We, uh, we, we think that we might come up with the, um, with a slice of the market uh, where we know exactly what our persona needs. And then we'll just, the whole onboarding process will be, uh, let's say, uh, they will experience uh, less struggle. We, we do have our blog, we, do, uh, we have social accounts uh, in every major social network. Uh, at, some network we're, at some networks uh, we are more active than others. Uh, then we, of course, uh, sponsor and promote that content uh, with uh, some Facebook ads, some YouTube ads, uh, Google ads. So, it, it, again, uh, we, we didn't uh, come up with some new, unique uh, marketing strategy or something. Uh, we're just trying to educate users that we're, we're live, we're doing development, we're pushing updates like constantly, and you, you just simply... You can expect from us uh, that we'll deliver, like deliver, on a, like with a constant pace. And if you make a commitment and you uh, purchase our product, expect to become it better like next week. And you have and like, you a, have like a, a, content a content marketing, marketing site, site slash WordPress, slash WordPress content, content site called WP, called WP Crib, WP correct? Right. Is that fairly yeah. new? Uh, it's really new. Yeah, we we just we just launched it uh, like in December. Something, yeah. yeah. So it, it, it is a side project. Uh, uh, we didn't want to uh, push and post a lot of uh, WordPress, uh, general WordPress related news on our own blog, visualcompose.com slash blog. But instead, we decided to launch a, a new WordPress blog magazine, I don't know, and just to like just to write there about WordPress and we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Build community, build community draw, some draw some eyeballs, build up a newsletter, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, so it, 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 actually it's more uh, for, uh, for fun now, but uh, we have a person that is really passionate about that, so we'll see how it goes, yeah. And we, we're, we're doing actually interviews during the all WordCamps. We usually visit uh, like WordCamp US and WordCamp Europe, and then a couple of uh, local ones here in Europe. So and we've uh, during the work camps we've uh, filmed some interviews and then published them uh, every week. Well, Michael, this has been a pleasure. I'm so glad we got to connect. Uh, I'm so glad that uh, I was able to put a face uh, to the to the name. Um, and you know, I I wish you all the best in the future. Uh, you've you've an amazing accomplishment. Um, and again, I, I can't applaud you enough for that AMA. I know a lot of people uh, wouldn't do it. Um, Maybe, maybe myself included, <laughs> but, but uh, you did it uh, gracefully and it's good to see where you're going with the company. Where can folks find you to say thanks? Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Uh, about the AMA, uh, I, I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> it looked like you, it, I mean, it, from what no, I read. It, it, it was quite fun, yeah, yeah. So I think we'll do this uh, once again somewhere in the future, maybe, maybe focus it more on the new product uh, or but uh, some other topics, but uh, it, it was cool, yeah. 
Awesome. And I uh, and I definitely will try to force myself and be more open to the public. Uh, not to uh, I will stop hiding uh, in my <laughs> basement. <laughs> Uh, uh, where, where can folks where find you on social media? Social do you hang out mostly, you hang out on, Twitter mostly or? on Twitter or? Uh, yep, Twitter. It's M. Makajenko. So double M. M. Makajenko. It's the oh. Twitter handle. Awesome. We'll, we'll hook that up in the show notes. Everybody else, it's MattReport.com. MattReport.com slash subscribe to join the mailing list. Don't forget to check us out at YouTube. YouTube.com slash the Matt Report. We'll see you in the next episode.